1: Live from Las Vegas, sports talk, hot takes, and all of the bangers, Lindsey Brown and Adrian Hernandez, the Playmakers.
3: Did you hear what they're saying about us?
4: I heard we're popping, Lins. Did you? Are you seeing what's being written right now? We're being talked about.
3: I mean, not just the umpteen mentions in God knows what Wrestling Digest. <laughs> I'm not even talking about that because we were all over the social media tonight or this weekend, I should say
4: the entire weekend, the
3: entire the longest of weekends Memorial Day weekend. Welcome back to reality everyone. Um, We are just going through the roughest of reentries into the atmosphere like most of us are right now and so we appreciate you taking some time to spend with us i'm Lens brown over there
4: is adrian hernandez we are
3: the playmakers and uh according to cameron gray who is not well i guess that's a lie is definitely associated with us professionally um there was a tweet that you sent out from our station account regarding our talk with Trista Crick I believe. Yes. Or maybe it was just like us talking about actually now that I get into the specifics it's simply no mention of Trista Crick. He he replied to simply after the holiday weekend of Playmakers at Lindsay Brown 35 and at Adrian Radio 93 are back live at 3 p.m. Cameron Gray tweets they are why Marconi invented
4: radio. I mean, I mean- and let's ride. Somebody's Mark-
3: got to speak it into his sense we about to get a That's Marconi. Totally I mean, a Marconi. What was the guy's first name?
4: Um, Donald? Something with an M. I Mark it was Marconi. I Mark Marconi. I, it can't, it can't be that on the
3: nose.
4: <laughs> I've always wanted a Marconi, which by the way is oh, like.
3: Oh, Googly googlimo,
4: Googly Googlymo Marconi.
3: Go, go, huh? How do you say it?
4: Googly, gog- you know, Marconi. googly.
3: Googly, googly, googly.
4: Yeah, which uh just for everyone listening, uh, the Marconi is basically the Grammy for radios. Yeah, it's our Oscar. I want a potty too. The nightcap's gonna win a potty or whatever it's called, the little podcast award.
3: Oh, they have Not those little. those now yeah, too. Now they have like
4: a no, they mentioned of them.
3: an award.
4: We're gonna get one. Look, Some, guys. one
3: of these days. I mean, it, it it just starts with one tweet from Cameron Gray, and then who knows where it goes? Because those check marks, they go everywhere.
4: And not to be self-involved, but it Us? wasn't even never. It wasn't even just Lindsay, and we're gonna get to just what I'm gonna proclaim you to be in your new title that you could put in your bio. Oh
0: my
3: god. But it wasn't kind Am of I ignited right
4: covering now? like one of the biggest wrestling events of the year that was here in Las Vegas yes. with our Burt Baker interview and all the you just search, just put it on Google and our, our interview is gonna be there. But also our Raiders interview from earlier this week with or with AJ I mean, Perez excuse me yeah. of last week. Um, with AJ Perez about John Gruden, uh, it, it's cool to see our names on the interwebs, right?
3: Even on the WNBA. I mean, when we had uh, Miles on last week, that got, that gets picked up. Like the f- the favorite fan bases, we sure know how to tap
4: into. Oh, shout out to Kelsey Plum, by the way. K Plum uh, hitting favorites, and I likes mean, she's and... been on
3: the show before. I don't know why she couldn't return for yeah, another it's... time. See, they're the... busy. They're busy with the buckets, though. Like all they <laughs> do is win. I believe that Asia Wilson has secured. Probably the fifth straight week in a row Another in which one. the uh, Las Vegas Aces, one of their outstanding performers, are named Player of the Week.
4: And tonight, big game Aces Connecticut Sun.
3: Oh, those! G- the
4: Sun they play I good. Just
3: call them something <laughs> very
4: bad. <laughs> no, that is not going to get this on Marconi. Maybe it will. Uh, <laughs> um, the, the Connecticut Sun play a lot of good defense. They so. suck. Yeah. Well, not hopefully. really, though. They're actually good. <laughs> Lindsey, full good. aces mode. I'm not prepared.
3: Oh, 100%. I'm so behind this team <laughs> right like, now. She's like, I'm
4: being full biased. Go aces. It's the, the only thing sucks. that's
3: consistent in this world right now. It's not just the winning. It's the manner in which they attack. It's the way in which they execute. Bex is looking like a style and a half on the sidelines, and then everybody else is just a vibe.
4: No, exactly. We're a vibe. Yo, they po- they posted our interview in India is no, what I really in- can't India, get India, is that
3: where they're calling a Marconi New- bounce?
4: <laughs> New Delhi, India, uh, and then le- yesterday, New, even
3: yesterday, New Delhi was. as well. Yes,
4: dude, it's nuts. And the playmakers
3: Mexico. have no bounds.
4: We going international.
3: That's how we roll.
4: That's a. This Do is they have ha-
3: international Marconis?
4: Oh man, I if wonder they if there's a distinction. If they don't, I think we just created it.
3: We're just making lives, making dreams, making everything come true for all our listeners, but mostly ourselves. Like, like Adrian said, we're a little self-involved here. But you know what? We don't care. <laughs> And I hope- Welcome back to after Memorial Day weekend. <laughs> Facts. and I
4: hope you and all of our listeners had a wonderful Memorial Day weekend.
3: Yes, hope that everyone was able to kind of catch up on and catch their breath, honestly. Like, I spent... I didn't go outside until yesterday. Like, so, from Friday I, I, I to- arrived home by about 5.15. Really tough trek back from from our place of work all the way to my house. And... I was in. I sometimes I find my p in my, find myself in my PJs at like five thirty. I'm like literally an hour ago. I was doing my show. This is hilarious to me. But then I was just kind of like, all right, let's just see where, where the weekend takes you because I I didn't have any plans. Obviously, last week was really really tough, and there's just a lot to process. And you know, I find that if I don't take at least one day a week to basically expect myself to do nothing, that for me to function, it's such a necessity. And so I did one of those things that. I, p- I pushed myself, Adrian. So I woke up on Friday, or no, on Saturday morning. And I was like, mm, we're not going to do much today, but probably should like shower later. Like we can do that later. We can do, we're going to do this because I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to kill three days, not go insane, and also not spend a lot of money. That's a hard thing to do in today's day and age that you have to exist and be alive. Exactly. <laughs> can't Ex- even drive anymore. Exactly. Anywhere. And I love myself a good drive. And I didn't go on any drives this weekend. And so what I did... To have the most chill Memorial Day ever. I didn't leave my apartment until Sunday morning, Sunday afternoon, technically. And I bought a Sims 4 expansion pack.
4: Okay. All right. And let's ride.
3: That's what we're talking about. Cause I was like, you know what? I it, like for me to go adventuring, it's either like go driving or go to the record store or go to the mountain, like whatever. I'm like, nope. Your ass has to stay here. Cause it's, Damn near six bucks a gallon right now.
4: It's also hot as hell now. It, so. it, yeah,
3: and it was nice this weekend. I was kind of pissed that I had to go hiking, but I didn't feel like going hiking, and so I, like I didn't want to force myself to go. And so I bought a Sims expansion pack, and I bought—I <laughs> can't tell you the last time I bought a Sims game because you have like the base game, yeah,
4: yeah, and, and then have you have the, the oh,
3: you have all the add-ons, and you know they were doing like those add-ons before like the video games, like in terms of console, really like basically made it into a, a casino. But I, I selected, I, I created my own package, Adrian. I got one that included off-grid living, um, one that included tiny houses, so I can design nice. my own tiny house. Don't get the tiny house when it's not worth it. It's not a <laughs> <fast>. It's
4: such <laughs> a fan And I think like Twitter. some
3: some like farm living. So basically I got the ability to play the same Sims, like, you know, burn them in a, in a room if I want to, drown them in a room. But I, I don't do that. I play like the most nice life's, or lives out. i like, okay, so they got a job and we're going to get a promotion and then we're going to have a kid and then we're going to d- d- play it all out. But I just had the ability to like, oh, now you can milk a cow or now you can like really get after gardening and that particular skill set. So that's kind of like what I did this weekend.
4: So kind of like some people in Minnesota that live that life, like in the farm in Minnesota. With There's all that. more
3: places that have farms besides Minnesota. Your home <laughs> state of, of uh, Ohio is uniquely familiar you're nothing but farmland and uh what are those windmills actually that's indiana windmills yes, nothing but yes. nothing indiana, but. Holds indiana sucks
4: so kind of explain so just to because i've actually never played the sims that
3: that blows my mind
4: even though it's been a part of like culture for yes. so 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 damn long yes
3: rosebud rosebud. so basically rosebud. what
4: what you can do in that game is you create your character and from birth, literal birth,
3: birth or young adulthood, or you can even create an older person, any color, any whatever, any size, and crazy outfits. You can buy other outfits, and then you like literally play it out. And you usually don't get a lot of money to start unless you, you know, what I do. This is the hack people I know are based. Everybody's, everybody's is, very well versed.
4: This is
0: the hack.
3: <laughs> you buy a starter house. You furnish it just in case somebody has to poop, and then everybody poops correct that's our ultimate equalizer shift control c that's what brings up the little cheat bar that you type stuff into
4: they got cheat codes oh they, they, without the, the sims? Sims,
3: without the cheat codes the sims ain't worth it like that's where it's like rosebud wrote that used to give you a thousand dollars like in the original sims and so you would just do it like 50 <laughs> times so you could get like the biggest house you possibly could um but now it, it's it's something else and you just type it in and then all of a sudden boom 50 grand boom 50 grand. Boom, 50 grand. And then you move your out your ass out of that house immediately into the biggest one that you can find. Right, or and 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 like the new Sims like, you know, it's there's a whole like online community so people create these houses or families or whatever and you can just like download their house and like put it in your game so i never actually build anything <laughs>
4: you can just steal.
3: I, I tried to i was i'm like we'll start with the tiny homes and it'll be really easy you'll just get like really good at it and i got so bored because i was trying to like create like a fishing pond and i had to put like a very specific sign in it for it to be a fishing pond and it was like do it has to be in a room has to be in a room i'm like this doesn't make any sense a fishing pond's <laughs> i'm in like room. i'm just trying to build this pond and so i gave up after that but the tiny house thing it was really good in theory but then i realized this is for one person and i can't build my giant farm
4: i feel like for the people on twitter that love to retweet like pictures of tiny houses and like EO, I can live this lifestyle. Thank you for saying that.
3: Well, I do want to <laughs> live in an, a tiny house. I'm saying it's unrealistic for this my, for my personal sim play, but maybe not for my actual life goals. I think I could live in a tiny house. I really do. I, I don't. Always I always wanted to live in my shed when I was growing up.
4: Nice. Now, I do want to ask this. You were playing this game all weekend. Yeah. What were the, like, the, the intensity of the gaming session? Like, how th- did you, were you going three hours and then let me go use well, the bathroom? Or? No.
3: Okay. So, like, when I'm playing Sims, it's one of those games that I play while I'm doing other things. And so I'll have like, I was, I don't know what I was binging. I was watching something. Maybe it was like the wild. I don't know. I was all over the place this weekend and I'm just kind of like watching it. And then I'm like, oh, the Sims, like making sure they don't die. And it like, it kind of helps me be like, oh, they're hungry. Go eat. I'm like, Lindsay, you, however, haven't eaten today. You know what I ate all weekend? What? Do you literally, I have this screenshot of my, of a text message to my friend. I'm just like, Sarah, you have no idea how many assortments of breads I've eaten today. Saturday. Saturday
4: it was bread tasting day
3: dude I woke up I had buttered toast then I had peanut butter and jelly toast then a couple hours later I had crescent rolls then for dinner I warmed up some of my spaghetti sauce and then obviously like spaghetti is great on its own but it's even better on like a garlic bread conduit and so like I i to- I put the spaghetti on the bread and that's how i eat it because I need stuff that's crunchy. That's what I've noticed. Like stimulatory for me. Like I have really bad oral fixations. You can tell by my fingernails. I bite the hell out of in, inside of my cheek and stuff. And I like when I eat. Well, I, that's why I like Cocoa Pebbles so much right now. Because it's all crunchy and stuff. But I had so much bread this weekend. It that, was amazing.
4: Yo, that, that is fantastic. By the way, Cyrus, oh. the the polar opposite. Where he if doesn't it's like crunchy. crunchy it can't. Really? Like, even, even if it's like a chicken strip, which he knows he likes, oh, you have to cut it down because, like, really? Yeah, like,
3: he doesn't like the crunchy. He doesn't like that. That's interesting to me.
4: He doesn't. Um, he also wasn't able Two eyes to. Two ends of the
3: spectrum, me and Sire.
4: Yeah, no, 100%. <laughs> uh, also, he was kind of upset that he wasn't uh, able to go see the wrestling with dad. Oh, um, he
3: also got his invite lost in the mail. Mine as well.
4: Well, look, he decided to attack his mother all weekend long. Oh, no.
3: <laughs> and that's so, the, that's the worst part about it. It's like, it's be, the problem is you and you don't get to deal with the consequences.
4: Yeah, Man. well, first for once, I was able to escape for four or five hours. That's fair. By the way, big weekend for bread. I went to two places. Hot dog buns sold out. Dude,
3: I had a hot dog yesterday, too. I went Let's to Shake Shack High five. Yes. Oh my Although, God.
4: I didn't get to have the hot dog because I didn't have the bread. But I'm happy for you. I'm sorry for you.
3: Thank you for extending your happiness back to me. But I I, I I, will create space for your sadness.
4: Well, the thing was is that I had two slices of bread left in the house. And growing up, I glue the have- edge?
3: Like yes, it was the edge, the oh, butt. I, I, I tossed those. Is that bad?
4: Yeah, well, exactly. So I was like, well, I can go back to my old ways. You know, growing up, we we weren't the, the richest of folk. Yep. So the 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 single slice of bread was just folded to make the bun. Sure. But that brings back bad memories because we was really broke. There's nothing
3: worse than having <laughs> a hot dog wrapped in a piece of, like, wheat sandwich bread. Yeah. That's so, the ultimate defeat.
4: So we we threw that in the trash. I didn't have no tortillas for a hot dog in the bun. No, hot dogs. In the bun. Have you experienced a hot dog in the bun?
3: No, wait, what? In uh, a tortilla?
4: We in a tortilla? No. Yeah, we call that. The- I just,
3: I just graduated to breakfast burritos with like this year, so maybe when I'm forty.
4: Okay, man, man, We're just setting up goals, goals for the goals?
3: future. Reachable goals.
4: <laughs> I heard Trader Joe's has the uh, breakfast burritos on lock. Oh really? They limit it. No, they got no high matter. fructose
3: corn syrup in those burritos. I don't think so. I don't know. That I, doesn't I seem like so. a party I want to frequent.
4: Yeah, me either. Yeah, we stay off the syrup.
3: We, no, we want the syrup. The syrup we makes do. things taste better.
4: Yes, it's okay. Well, I'll, I'll have to find that out for you. Just <laughs> <To> make <laughs> sure your Sims. Thank you. Yes, I'll have to find that out for you and make sure your Sims <laughs> I, experience.
3: I'm really good at getting my Sims to max out at the cooking skill, at the gardening skill, at, yeah, and that's pretty basically at fishing, as long as they live next to a river where it has the sign where I don't have to build it on my own. But like, even being like evil or the mischievous career tracks, I can't do it. I feel bad.
4: It sounds intense. I never
3: make a sim that's like evil or like does evil. Is that weird? Like this is a place where you play out these scenarios.
4: No, it's not weird. It's not because even like when I play Grand Theft Auto, I don't follow the stop signs. But I don't try to run people over. You don't
3: beat like, people I try to drive. with, like, crowbars to death on the no, side of the road? That's, no. like, literally why I don't play that, that game. But and
4: For Sims, I want to know, like, when you play online, like, can you be that dude? Because yes. on GTA Online happens all the time where well, someone's just Sims being rude. Uh, I
3: don't <laughs> know if Sims plays online. I don't, like, well, you're connected, but you're not live playing with other people. You okay. know what I mean? Like, you're in your own little world. And so... Like,
4: there's not, like, a club to find love?
3: No, there's cl- – oh, trust me. You can manu- – like, you can do whatever. There's They have, like, love hot tubs. They got so many – like, you can get knocked up from an alien. Like, there's so many different options of, the, of stuff you can do, and that's, like w- – it just got weirder and weirder. I think like Sims when they first are out, they're like, oh, yeah, well, this like have this like Sim ant, but a little bit more graduate. And then people are like, let's put him in a pool and then take out the little, <laughs> the ladder to get him out. It's just like, well, at least they're playing out the scenario here. Right. But I just, yeah. I can't do it. Even when I play like regular, um, like console video games and you have an option to like, I think it was called like fable. It was a game called fable. Yes. And based off Fox of game. your, uh, based off of your, um, decisions, you would be like good or evil. I could mm-hmm. never do the evil choices because I just couldn't live with that. That like, con- Even when I play Assassin's Creed, I feel bad when I kill too many people because then, I, then they start coming after me. I'm like, I'm trying to get the side quest done.
4: We are on the same wavelength. I've never purposely killed somebody or in Grand Theft Auto. I've never dropped them off the building like the That's Sopranos. Good. That's good. Although I did play online once. It's
3: definitely like a, a – maybe, maybe it's not an indicator of anything, but it's certainly an indicator of something.
4: Well, it's funny because in the latest Grand Theft Auto, when you beat the game – your therapist in the game gives you a report. They about. have a
3: therapist in the game. It gives
4: you like, yeah, it gives you like a report on your play style and it knows. because we'll you do save.
3: anything not to go to therapy, including Lindsay, going to the therapist. No, they do
4: go to the therapy. Life. It's called a podcast available on the hundred
3: percent. You're right.
4: But it takes track of like how many people you've killed, all your decisions. And then at the end, it really like lays out like based on everything oh my that God, you've done. Your
3: pearly gate stat sheet, huh?
4: Yeah, it's kind of kind of intense.
3: Yeah, your actions have consequences, people, even in the virtual world. And uh, believe it or not, we're going to expand on this conversation a little bit later in our Two Americas segment uh, that we do on Tuesdays. It is Tuesday, in case you forgot. Um, and today is the day after Memorial Day, the 31st. Last day of May. Wow, it's already just flying by. But in terms of what to expect, I mean, just sports and other things. But first up, the triumphant return. We've been waiting weeks for this bad, bad, Trista Crick joins us next. 1140 The Bet.
1: And now, sports with a Z. Lindsey Brown and Adrian Hernandez, The Playmakers, exclusively on 1140 The Bet.
4: It's good to be back after Memorial Day weekend and good to be back with our old friend as the NBA Finals matchup is set. The dynasty is back. The Golden State Warriors will take on the Boston Celtics. And here to cover that and all the madness that was the NBA playoffs is the host of BetMGM Tonight and Odyssey Sports betting insider Trista Crick. Insider calls are presented by BetQL. Get access to the data and the insights the sportsbooks don't want you to see. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download your BetQL app or visit BetQL.com.
3: Always a pleasure to have you talk hoops, dreams, and other teams, Trista Crick. How is that springtime slash summertime weather in DC treating you? Because we're kind of in that in-between mode, aren't we? Uh,
5: yeah, I mean, I'm I'm ready for basketball to happen. I'm ready. I'm ready for the final. It's been nice. I, I had a nice like bike ride yesterday, so Ooh. I'm I'm finding my way to doing other activities besides watching sports. But I I can't wait for this game for this series. I think it's going to have a lot of storylines. I think there's going to be some interesting matchups, and of course, remember. And I thought I, I forgot about this until just today. Remember Steph's ankle injury uh, that mm. like caught. He ended up you know sitting out the last 10 games or whatever of the play or the regular season, and people thought he might even miss the first part of the playoffs. That was a Marcus Smart, um, you know, jump on the floor kind of chase for the ball scenario. Can't wait to see how those two interact. Everything tends to come
3: back full circle, whether we know it or not. And in many ways, have the Celtics earned a Dragon Slayer label with their road to the NBA Finals in your mind? Because we know that the Warriors have been here, done that, but they're hungry. But what is, uh, does Boston have what it takes to defensively smother that offense that has launched a 1,000 more? Say that again? Do you think out. Boston's uh, ability to defend the the offense that is the Warriors that's launched an entire revolution or whatever the word is, what do you think their ability or their capabilities are to be able to handle the Warriors' offense?
5: I think the interesting thing about what the Celtics do and what they did in the offseason, and I'm actually just preparing this for the, the episode today, but... You know, they got rid of all the guys on the roster, whether that was Evan Fournier, whether that was Josh Richardson, whether that was Kemba Walker, that just couldn't play solid switch-everything defense. Like, Kemba Walker would have been picked on and just absolutely abused in the series. He also couldn't shoot and score anymore, so they got rid of guys like Evan Fournier, who also couldn't defend, who were just, like, decent three-point shooters but would also disappear. And they found a roster and, and made some changes of guys who literally can switch one through five and can also hit or open corner threes on like around screens or just like in drive and dribble kickout scenarios with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, like at Al Horford, that's Derek White. Uh, and that really, really helps a team that needs to chase around Steph that needs to be able to rotate and close out. And then on top of that, you know they can defend really well because Jason Tatum's. I think he has a seven-one wingspan. You know you got him who's a beast. You know Jalen Brown is a big dude too. He's thick, can get physical. Grant Williams defended Giannis really, really well in the post. So I'd be very curious to see how he, where he plays, where he slots in. So defensively, I think Boston has the best chance of being able to match up really well with Golden State.
4: And, and with Boston, the one thing I do uh, want to ask you, Trista, is in terms of consistency with Boston, and obviously that series with Miami, it was blowouts. And some of these series that won seven games, whether it was Milwaukee or versus Miami, where they couldn't close the door in game six, um, do you see Boston kind of getting more consistency here in the finals?
5: Man, I would hope so. You would hope that this young team, every series will clean up some of the things that they they made mistakes on and some of the things that they need to iron out series by series. They've gotten better. I think if it was Brad Stevens coaching this team, they don't even get past the second round against the Bucks. They don't even get to game seven. Really? He you excellent. Yeah, I, I, I don't think so. Brad Stevens was, this roster is virtually unchanged, right? Like this is Al Horford was on this team before they had Kyrie Irving. They weren't getting past the second round. So they've never been to the finals with this roster before, and I think a lot of this is coaching, accountability, scheme. And Brett Stevens has simply been outcoached by other other guys. I, mean, I think he was outcoached at one point by Brett Brown. So Ime Udoka is just highly qualified to get these guys locked in, and I think that they will learn from their mistakes. And if they don't, and if they go on a scoring drought, the game will be over before they can say boo because warriors can the warriors can score 25 points in 90 seconds it feels like so if they do that the warriors will capitalize and the game will be over and then they will have to lick their wounds and try again
3: we can't blame Coach Steven's shortcomings against Coach Brown because that's just too good of a last name to probably overcome. But you mentioned the word of accountability and, and maturation. Is that what you believe has happened to, to Jason Tatum? Because we've known that he's had these, these skills underneath this. And as you mentioned, the, the team's ability to get over themselves and take that step to get into the finals. What what's, uh, switch has flipped for you? Is it, is it more skill set or mindset with him? Oh, I think it's
5: mindset 100%. He had all these skills before the pandemic. He was an MVP candidate. He had all the footwork. He had all the shot making. He had everything. What he lacked was mental toughness. What he lacked was, in some ways, resiliency from a physical perspective as well. And Ime Yudoka called them out for mental toughness. He said that this team was weak. This team was soft. This team wasn't able to share the ball. And so the decision-making for Jason Tatum has really increased his dog. The dog code, the dog factor in him has really gone up because when the lights are bright, Jason Tatum has shown up time and time and time again, not only offensively but defensively. And it feels like he hasn't gotten in his own head. He hasn't gotten frustrated when he can, uh, when he could have. Like you think about that game where he got that neck injury, came Mm -hmm. in, and probably because he came in, they lost that game that they should have won. The next game, he's back at it, just consistently being the go-to player to make really, really tough shots, especially when you know a lead was dissipating that they had. He was just staving it off.
4: And, and Trista, with Golden State, um, one thing that I'm looking at as we prepare for Thursday in Game One. Do you see Boston going big with Robert Williams and Al Horford and kind of causing issues similar to what Memphis did when Steven Adams and Jaron Jackson Jr. was uh, was in the lineup and kind of, you know, the offense for Golden State in that series versus Memphis when they went big was not very good?
5: I keep wondering, you know. I keep wondering about that because eventually Steven Adams got ran off the floor, didn't he? Yeah, And so... I'm, I think probably game one and game two for sure, Robert Williams and Al Horford will play four and five. If they – I don't know, guys. Like, Robert Williams obviously can't shoot the three. He's he's a lot more athletic than Steven Adams is. And I think Al Horford's slightly more consistent, not by a lot, but a slightly more consistent or at least a better decision-maker – from shooting than Jaron Jackson, probably a better, just much more mature player, a better defender than Jaron Jackson from a discipline standpoint. Like Jaron Jackson got a lot of bad fouls because he was reaching and, and being too aggressive.
1: Mm-hmm.
5: I think that is the, the interesting nugget though is, is you got the four and five with Robert Williams, who's more athletic than Steven Adams and Al Horford, who's like more consistent and more mature than Jaron Jackson that, Maybe Emei Yudoka takes a page out of that book and tries it. I don't know how it's going to work, and I don't know how for long it's going to work. But I'm very interested to see. That's probably the number one thing that I want to know thing that still is kind of uh, mind-blowing
3: to me is we haven't even mentioned the word injury with either of these two teams, and this is probably the first time that the Warriors in a long time aren't the more banged-up squad, and I- I'm just really questioning the-, the Celtics' ability to keep up because we know that movement is the essence of-, of the Warriors being, and so it's really about corralling their top options. So do you think it's more about forcing the Warriors' offense into looks that they don't want or just getting in their face and taking away their space and comfort
5: level? I think part of it starts on the Warriors' defensive end. Like, you make Steph work hard on the defensive side of the ball, right? Like, you try to wear him out. Yeah, run some gas. And just just run the gas as low as you can. And then when he's got the ball, or even doesn't, and he's coming off ball, the thing that Marcus Smart is really good at is bumping him over and over and over again, getting into his face, getting into his head. I want to say I just saw this stat uh, maybe earlier today is that you know, Steph's only shooting 29% uh, against Marcus Smart, which is fourth wet, fourth worst. You know he's one of the best at you know making things really really tough for for Steph. So I think you just try to drain him. you blitz them, you show him different things, you put Jalen Brown on him and shove him a bit, like you put Jason Tatum on him a bit. Those three guys are going to be really integral at making Steph more tired. And then I think the same thing is true for Jordan Poole as well. I don't think Jordan Poole is nearly as as disciplined as Steph in a variety of different ways. You try to get him frustrated so he takes a bunch of bad shots. I think the key will be to try to get Steph and Poole uncomfortable and frustrated physically and mentally and hope that they shoot bad shots and are more tired than they have been in the past.
3: Just all that and it should be good to go. Who do you like right now that we're still a few days removed and we're uh, only a couple uh, away from that Game 7 win?
5: Warriors and six, ooh, spicy! I like it. And, and Warriors and just... six, Warriors up three one after four. That's plus two hundred. Warriors minus one and a half games. I forget what that is on BetMGM, but you can bet all that. I like. And I like Steph that. Steph Curry under point prop. I think it'll be. 26 and a half, 27 and a half. You say
3: take Steph Curry
5: under props for game one of the NBA finals. That's a hot take yes. right there. Yes. But you have put the evidence. That, put that, put that, and we can repeat it next week when we see each other, and you can tell me whether it was a hot take, icy cold take, or a spot-on Trista Crick Ooh. we bow down to you take.
4: There it is. Trista Crick, BetMGM tonight, joining us. Uh, and you talk about Steph, and we talked about Jason Tatum earlier. Uh, I want to know – So, if Jason Tatum does end up leading Boston to win this championship, that means he went through Steph, Jimmy, Giannis, and KD. For Steph, this will be his fourth championship. He might get that NBA Finals MVP. In terms of legacy talk, who do you think uh, the win would help more, Jason or Steph?
5: Oh, I think Tatum. I think that road to get that title is going to go down as one of the toughest. And you might say, well, they didn't have Chris Middleton. And then you would say, well, okay, uh, the Warriors played against the Cleveland Cavaliers with no Kevin Love and no Kyrie Irving. So, you know, you can slice it and dice it however you want, you know. Like the Warriors ring outside of – the only rings that the Warriors have outside of that, that one, against a fully loaded Cleveland team is with Kevin Durant. So, you know, outside of that, they haven't won without Kevin Durant. They lost to the Toronto Raptors. I know Clay Thompson went down, but they were getting waxed before that. So, give a lot of credit to this Warriors – dynasty give a lot of credit to you know what they've done and and what Steph is I think Steph is the most dynamic player uh at the guard position that we've seen just in terms of like how he's transformed it but in terms of his legacy I think Jason Tatum's legacy will be absolutely solidified is that he's, he's a top 10 player in the NBA right now for sure and maybe even top five
3: yeah, it puts Boston back in the conversation for those championships. It's been too damn long, Trista Crick. Uh, are you okay with an NFL question just to kind of cleanse our palate here real quick? Sure. All right. Which NFL contender do you think is the likeliest to be a paper tiger this season? Last year, I picked the Seahawks to finish last in the NFC West, and I was
5: correct. But I'm kind of thinking it's the Titans this year. What say you? Oh, I mean, I think for sure they're, they're not going anywhere. They've got nine and a half wins, I want to say, is their... Is their win total? I would absolutely go, absolutely go under on that. I think that the Cardinals aren't going to do much. I think that this issue with Kyler Murray is a real deal. I think that D Hop. I think that D being a uh, you know suspended for this time period is a real deal. And then you look at like say for example, you've got the the Forty Nineers. They're plus fourteen hundred. I don't know what they're going to look like with Trey Lance. Like. I don't think Debo Samuel is going to want to stick around. So, teams that have lost critical pieces and have questions at the quarterback position, like Arizona, uh, like the Titans, like San Francisco, I would absolutely stay away from. I like that answer, especially when the Lord's light is just trying to be dampened
3: out for no reason. Lindsay mm. the the Vikings there could be real deal okay like,
5: you, this is the third know. person <laughs> on the BetQL
3: circuit that has told me this <laughs> and I still don't believe
5: it you can get you, I think I don't know what it is for you guys to represent the NFC, but I would bet it I'm, I'm thinking you guys about it. are nuts. Like
3: 16 or 1. You guys, that's just burning money. We haven't been to a Super Bowl since bef- way before I was born, and I have no faith in a Kirk Cousins-led offense. But I don't know. Maybe they're going with the shiny new toy at the store. With the is it O'Connell is our new, is the new yeah, head Tim coach? O'Connell. The Kendall.
5: O'Connell, you've got changes to the defense. Mm. Yeah, the Cook's gonna be healthy. Like, but listen. is Daniil
3: Hunter healthy? That's the key to all this, Trister. Crit. I think he is. And I he think
5: better think stay he is that is way. For the First time in like two years.
3: Yeah, he's got to stay that way. How about those Rangers though?
5: Oh my god! I'm literally, <laughs> I'm literally texting and calling people like a crack scene to try to get tickets on Friday. Oh I my god! Go. I need to go. Tris is looking yeah. for a plug. Oh my god! If you get an extra Yo, one, you let me know and I will hop on a plane. Do you guys know anyone in the NHL? Like, does anybody have any plugs? The NHL. If anyone's listening, I am. I'm open for business. I'll even pay. I just don't want to pay a crazy, crazy price.
3: Oh, my God. I would kill to go Yo, into Trista's one of those hockey right. games. Yeah, you're, just you're just everywhere. You're just all over the, the place. I love it. I love it. And I'm so happy that we've been able to get you back on our schedule here. It has been far too long. Thank you for your service, Tri- Trista Crick. Peace and blessings uh, on you and the BetMGM Tonight crew. May those T shots stay long. The sports takes stay strong. And all of your greatest wishes be the truth you otherwise call life. We'll talk to you next week, friend. Thank you. Talk to you guys soon. That was Trista Crick from BetMGM Tonight, and I just gave her the longest outro of all time. But I've had some of this prepared for several weeks because we have been anticipating her return. But you can listen to her, BetMGM Tonight, always on after our show. Uh, all of our insider calls are brought to us by BetQL. Uh, bet smarter to beat the book, smarter bets. Start with BetQL. Download BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. And on the other side of the break, wrestling. Double or
0: nothing.
1: Adrian Hernandez and Lindsey Brown, the Playmakers, exclusively on 1140 The Bet.
3: I listened to this song at least 10 times this weekend. Just ripping it up, having a hell of a time alone in my apartment. But uh, you, Adrian, you, Adrian, and Big Boss Marcus had uh, different plans this weekend.
4: Yes, we did. I
3: wasn't invited,
4: and we played. Well, because Lindsay, we've we've had conversations before about wrestling. Not in
3: front of the class, though. Like, why wasn't I invited?
4: I just didn't think you'd want to come, so I didn't even ask. Okay, that's a jerk move by me. Not a good. Next
3: time. I would like to reject you, but it's okay. I won't, I'll, okay I'll let this slide because you, you guys does, had a time. You guys had a time with Britt Baker, who was our close personal friend of the show. Yes. We had on, on
4: Friday. Yes, 100%. And we're And talking about AEW's Double or Nothing, which for AEW is essentially the WrestleMania and also their start. It was their first event. And this is their three-year anniversary. It went down to T-Mobile Arena. Uh, first and foremost, the things that I miss about radio, and I say miss like I was involved in them, but the thing I wish we'd bring back is the energy that AEW and WWE have against each other.
3: Yeah. Because the Marconi-esque. first Marconi-esque.
4: Kind of. The, yeah. the first thing we experienced. <laughs> right, Marcus,
3: you've seen it. <laughs> oh
1: yeah.
4: The first <laughs> thing we experienced was getting off of the park MGM uh parking structure or whatever. So we're we're walking across T-Mobile, and you know the trucks with the LED screens on both sides. Yeah, yeah. And it is a a promotion for you to buy your tickets for WWE's big pay-per-view next month.
3: Oh, how convenient. But what
4: makes it more spicy is that AEW was kind of started with Cody Rhodes, who was in WWE. He left, and he kind of helped launch this. Uh-huh. Two months ago, he left AEW and is back in WWE. So his face, so his Rhodes was are in the picture.
3: Very travel. That's awesome. Like, how, what was the atmosphere like? Because this was in T Mobile Arena, right? Like, yes. All three of us were at SummerSlam. Because yes. we, we're hardcore wrestler. Like I, I almost felt like I probably shouldn't go because I would then I would be taking up space that somebody else who's was not as big of an expert as I am. Uh, you know, th- their education would have been stunted. Marcus, your got thoughts? It. I got
1: it. Yeah, uh, just just for the record, so that this is on the podcast. When it's time for money in the bank, you do not want to go. Why? I, I'm just because you said you would turn us down. I just need no. this. Okay, I so- said turn. That down. down. Oh, oh just him. Okay. If, if the ticket costs It depends. Okay. It depends. It
3: depends. Well, like, you said, it like you said, it was like, you said we, you paid for the tickets. Right? Yes, so, we, we right? had to pay. See, I will not pay for tickets.
4: And I respect that. When you talk about the atmosphere, though, uh, it was a true sellout. Mm-hmm. Um, the this anim- place was packed. Really? And the, the crazy thing is there was one side that they usually have cut off a couple sections or, or just a little bit of seats because of TV. Yeah. This seemed a little bit bigger. So I was like, that's kind of weird. Like, what's going on? Family and friends? Nobody's here? So the show starts. Um, the energy it, it was was very amazing. I felt so weird. It, it was uh, on one front. Number one, it felt like connecting with an old lover in a weekend of lust. Wow. Because that, that's I, with was, you, Marcus. I was not You're with Marcus. Lo-
3: okay, not with I was with talking Marcus. about with the professional wrestling and the baby oil in
4: oh. the tanning. I was like, wrestling? What? We're in here. <laughs> There's wrestling, movement for you. Yes. I was like, <laughs> we're going all in. Like I like I'm back in high school in middle school and then two, I was like, This is nuts. This is not a WW event. Like someone else is I'm able still getting
3: to- these feelings, yeah. even though it's not in the normal spot. I'm like, right.
4: someone else is able to produce a show at this level with these many people that are
1: so damn. So at what point passionate. did you turn
3: over to Marcus and just go, in his ear, blow in his ear? This
1: <laughs> this is the point. I'm about to change studios. <laughs> Um, ah.
3: We
4: it's getting hot in yeah,
3: here. Yeah, I don't know if you've heard this, Marcus, but we are the reason why Marconi invented radio. Somebody I mean, tweeted that that's, at that's, us. I like if you, you
4: the Google alerts were we're going crazy for yeah. 1140. I mean, of the they also work for the same
3: company, but we're not letting that stop us.
4: Cool. So we have to <laughs> cool. switch seats. We have to switch seats. <laughs> we're luckily able to get onto the floor.
3: You guys got floor seats?
4: Basically, we got moved there. And That's was still, awesome in itself,
1: and, and and during that time of transition, because you it was we were fifty five in it was like five fifty five when we moved during that transition, two other ex WWE wrestlers made their debuts. made their debut that we because you were even talking about that you're just like oh there's not a lot of debut today and it's like because we missed it yeah so so two <laughs> w, former WWE people they debuted
4: we get our seats it's awesome now here's the here's the chunk of the story uh oh. There's a match. Mm -hmm. The name of the match is called Anarchy in the Arena.
3: It's kind of oxymoronic.
4: Kind of. To start, though, the ring announcer goes, and he looks worried. And we're like, what's going on? Is someone not here? He goes, beep is about to hit the fan. (laughs) Team one comes out. It's a five-on-five matchup. Comes out traditionally through the stage, right? Yep. The other team comes out in all five different sections of the arena entrances through through the fans. Oh, damn as they're fighting, we're on the pay-per-view because they loop around the floor. a poor old lady her 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 I, what's the chair that moves the electronic chair a wheelchair. a wheelchair but the electronic one where you just an have to press the button an electric wheelchair. there we go. we got it. Ding. They take someone's, they start wrestling and then they're they're moving with it. it's nuts. they get right in front of us. There's a jib camera. They're hitting each other with this camera. The camera dude is getting pissed off because he's like, yo, this is my, you could just use the pole and, and he, the weights. You don't have to use the actual. And then the he actual- ripped off his shirt. He was also
3: all full of that baby oil. And you couldn't believe it. You could smell it on him. <laughs> and
4: then, and then the, the the fight continues. And this goes on for about 10 minutes until yeah. they go to the middle of the floor. A ladder comes out of nowhere. Two dudes get put on tables. Two other dudes jump on huge ladders. It's on Heavyweight Radio on Instagram. Oh be sure to goodness. follow. It. So it was cool as a wrestling fan to be like that up close to all of that and being like, yeah. man, I wish I was one of those dudes when they get fight in the crowd and they go right next to you. Some poor dude lost his beer. Um, and then there, there's You're more a sympathy moment. for the
3: guy who lost the beer than the lady who got her wheelchair messed up. Wow. There's
4: <laughs> they, they luckily they gave him one no problem. They're like sorry, but the whole thing is that for those ten minutes of euphoria. You then realize, Lindsay, the section over to us—they're fighting there.
3: Oh, and you're just—you're just in one little,
4: <laughs> yeah,
3: one yeah. little nugget. Yeah,
4: yep. There's. Did in, you
3: feel small in a good way? Is that, yeah, did you have yeah, hundred percent.
4: Yeah. In the concourse, <laughs> in the concourse, they're fighting. It was—it was complete chaos that led to the climax of the match. Is a dude who's bloodied coming out with gasoline like a horror movie? It was. I'm going to send you the picture. On the break, during the break. It's the coolest picture in like wrestling history. He tries to uh-huh. set him on fire. That doesn't happen. The match was
1: chaos. So,
3: like, when all this is unfolding in front of you, are you just silent? Are you like, oh my God? Like, how? Mark,
1: tell me I was. Hold, hold it. Well, yeah, no, th- this kid was giddy. I mean, I've, yeah, I've I feel never like seen there's him. there's
3: energy emanating from you You, you
1: from know, you know, you're at the level of Giddy when when he keeps turning to me and saying, "I need you to take a picture of me like this." And Josh
3: like, Giddy you know. level, you say? I
1: mean, he was th- <laughs> that, that type level. of hype. But it was, even and, and but here's the funny part: twenty second or twenty minutes before that even happened, and the the jib guy or the uh, the handheld camera guy walked by us. I said, "Something's going to happen." I told you that something's going, and on. I was right. And something right. did
4: happen. And then the main event, of course, was CM Punk. Well, mm. uh, main of that was, a... was
3: Britt Baker. Did she win?
4: Yes, she did. She's the own hard champion and her boyfriend Last won too. Up. Who cares about So him? power couple. I power care about couple. Him. Don't don't I mean, disrespect Adam Cole. I mean, he wasn't on our show. You're you're right. And next year he will be. Um CM Punk won his championship. Uh it's been nine years since he's won a title in any sort of professional wrestling capacity. Uh the crowd loved it. It was four and a half hours, and you wouldn't tell from the crowd. Mm-mm. They were in it the entire time. And the coolest thing, at least for AEW, is after the show went off broadcast, they were like, CM Punk was very emotional. And he's like, I don't think you guys understand. This is the first time we've done a show with The Gate over a million dollars. So that's how much hype and how much money was invested and how invested the fans were. And
3: Britt talked about that on our show, an interview that you can find, uh, podcastable, of just like how much of a bootstrap... Operation it's been and how involved that she was in her individual capacity and just like you know it it being the other option from the WWE I'm so glad that you guys are able to go and and have a little bit up close um, experience because I know Marcus when we were at SummerSlam and we were up in the suites with the free sushi and like the goodie bags it's just like I'm sure it wasn't the same experience in the VIP section I mean it's like the great sight lines but you can't like get in the sweat like Adrian you want to be in the oil you want me swimming you're like I wanted to drink yes (laughs) Dap it up.
1: I like I the, how the bloody it. guy soaked one guy with mustard. I thought that was amazing.
4: Yeah, there was what mustard. There was oil. There was blood involved. Mm. Uh, there was a board, an audio board. We were right next to the audio board oh, that guy. Yeah, so cool. Mark, guy, Mark told me about that. This He's guy like, was freaking out. I
3: had the best so Sunday
1: Yeah, ever. no, it was great. It was. I, it's awesome to see that. It, when when the band, there was a band that played, that, that one guy moved over. He was over here shaking his head. He was getting his hands ready. Uh, it was a great match great our baby time. oil baby and, and electronic, electronic about... slide. what a
3: wrestling weekend it was marcus i'm trying to close out the show just like you taught me so well we'll be back for another hour number two maybe some more wrestling but mostly sports and other things Love for the bet.
0: tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone